I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. I'm Cam Stewart, your Sports Grid News Update. It keeps getting better for ADB. He played the Raiders in the NFL, and now uh, he gets what he wanted. The New England Patriots have added an option year in 2020 worth 20 mil to Antonio Brown's one-year contract. Brown's one-year deal for 2019 is worth $15 million with a $9 million signing bonus, and that deal is going to become official today. Brown joined the Patriots after being released from Oakland on Saturday, and Tom Brady says he's 100% in on Brown who could make his debut this week versus the Miami Dolphins. The Jacksonville Jaguars have traded a fifth-round pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers for quarterback Josh Dobbs. This move comes after starter Nick Foles broke his clavicle Sunday versus Kansas City. The injury left Gardner Minshew as the only quarterback on the Jaguars roster. Dobbs was a third string on the Steelers' depth chart behind Big Ben and Mason Rudolph. Minshew will remain the starter, completing 22 of 25 passes for 275 yards and two touchdowns and a pick after taking over from Foles, who was placed on the IR today. The Jags visit Houston in Week 2. The Cleveland Browns wide out. Odell Beckham Jr. had people talking about his play. Instead, his wardrobe choice uh, generated lots of chatter among fans and uh, people in the football world. During the Browns' embarrassment, a 43-13 loss to the t- Titans, Beckham decided uh, to sport a watch on the field, and this watch was worth $350,000. His accessory didn't go uh, down well with the league as the watch violated a rule prohibiting hard objects being worn. The NFL says they will discuss the issue with OBJ and the team, but it's likely he will not be fined or charged. Beckham uh, finished uh, the game with uh, seven catches for 77 yards. Lots of injury news, both good and bad. The good results on MRI for Joe Mixon's injured ankle came back good. The Cincinnati running back could play in week two versus the Niners. The bad, the Falcons first round rookie guard Chris Lidstrom expected to be wearing a walking boot for eight weeks after suffering a bo- broken bone in his foot after the loss to Midian week one. He was the 14th overall pick in this year's NFL draft. Washington Redskins running back Darius Geis set to miss some time after undergoing an MRI on his knee. Geis tore his, tore his ACL last year, but this injury is to the other knee. He had a tough game week one versus Philly, only 18 yards rushing on 10 carries. Geis, a history of bad injuries. The Redskins will turn to Adrian Peterson, who was a healthy scratch in week one. He'll pick up some of the slack. And San Francisco running back Tevin Coleman went down with an ankle injury in game in the second quarter of the game versus Tampa Bay. His ankle is now sprained. He's expected to miss time. We're not sure exactly how much further tests are going to be done today. He had six carries for 23 yards and two catches for 33 yards uh, prior to the injury. Matt Breda and Raheem Mostert handled the snaps in Coleman's absence for the 49ers. Week one of the NFL wrapping up tonight, doubleheader. Game one kicking off 7-10 Eastern. New Orleans hosting Houston. Saints minus 6.5, total 51.5. Money line, Saints 290, minus 290. The Texans plus 235. First half, New Orleans minus 3.5, total is 26. Game two, it's slated for 10-20. Denver is uh, at Oakland. Broncos now a three-point favorite. You can find some two-and-a-halves out there, but I'm looking at three. Total 43. Money line, Broncos minus 155. And the Raiders plus 135. First half line, Denver minus one. 21 is your total in the nba league says it's going to be banning ninja style headbands yeah people don't worried about the safety of the bigger size and width and length of the regular headband and guys who play holiday fox jimmy butler all don the ninja style headgear that's going to be banned lakers applying for a 1.75 million dollar disabled player exemption for the nba for the loss of big man demarcus cousins 
Cousins expected to miss most of 2019-20 after tearing his ACL during some summer workouts in Las Vegas. In the NHL, the Cleveland Blue Jackets have signed defenseman Zach Lorensky to a three-year $15 million deal. His new deal is going to run through 2021-22. He's going to earn $7 million in the contract's third year. The 22-year-old has recorded 128 points over 238 games through his entry-level deal. Anaheim Ducks interested in Kane's talented defenseman Justin Falk. The two sides in ongoing discussions for the 27-year-old who put up 35 points last year with Carolina. The Boston Red Sox firing David Dombrowski just 10 months after the World Series win. Matchups tonight, Atlanta at Philly. Phil's minus 138.5. Fulte versus Nola. 3-7-10. Yankees minus 15 cents at Boston. 10 is your total. Paxton and Rodriguez. Arizona at the Mets. Mets minus 237.5. Kelly and DeGrom. Milwaukee minus 210 at Miami. 9. Lyles and Duggar. 810, we got Oakland at Houston. Astros minus a buck 89 and a half. Fires versus Granky. 945. Pittsburgh at San Fran. Giants laying 55, 7 and a half. Williams versus Bumgarner. Cleveland minus 165 at the Angels. Bieber versus Sandal, 8 and a half. And Cubs laying 40 cents at the Padres. 8 and a half. Hendricks versus Quantrill. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morency hosts Hour One of Red Heat and Rage Radio. He's live at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. We got double header action. In NFL Monday Night Football tonight. Stick around, everybody. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage Radio on Sports Grid. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage. I am Arenzi with the FanDuel Sportsbook Meadowlands on this uh, Monday evening. We've got a doubleheader on top tonight. Week one of the National Football League winds down this evening in just a couple of hours. It's kind of a unique uh, game time decision. It's almost a, a pregame uh, show, so to speak, although we're always talking about uh, these games. It actually kicks off at uh, 7 o'clock, and then uh, I'll be back at 8 o'clock uh, joining uh, Dane Martinez, Joe Ranieri, uh, Kevin Walsh, George Kurtz. It's a uh, full house uh, tonight, but the one man that will not uh, be with us uh, tonight on In Game Live. Uh, he was uh, here yesterday afternoon uh, with you all afternoon while I was at the football game. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Uh, yeah, still uh, getting over a couple games yesterday. You know, so I'm happy that the Bills came back for you for the first time in your... Uh, I can't even remember the last time you went to a live event where the team you wanted to win won, but I'm happy for you. That's actually something new and changing. Hopefully that continues. And uh, like you, I'd like to punch Matt Patricia in the face uh, despite his uh, crutch. Uh, I've never seen a team give away a game like that, an 18-point lead, call a timeout. It's like, what, you want to lose the game? The guy's an absolute stooge, Marenzi. You've said it before. I've never seen anything like it. It's shocking to me that you can get a coach coaching at that level. Man, that was bad football. Yeah, and it's a common theme. How did the other uh, former uh, Patriots assistant coach do yesterday yep. with the Miami Dolphins? Exactly. Um, gets absolutely destroyed. These Patriot assistants come in and, oh, we're, we're going to change the culture, man. Exactly. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You're not going to oh, do yeah. anything besides make your team worse. And it's amazing. Like, it's it's going to be a long year for the Detroit Lions, you know, if they're blowing leads like that and they can't beat Arizona. A kid playing his first game, they end up with a freaking tie. Uh, bizarro world. Uh, but nevertheless, man, we've got a couple of games on the board here this evening. George Kurtz will step up and in. Ricky Sanders. Uh, Drew Dekmeyer did it again. Cam won $100,000 yesterday. 
Guy's amazing. Uh, yeah, no, you want tips? Talk to Dinkmeyer. If you're playing DFS and, and you're not listening to Dinkmeyer or the optimizer, as the commercial says, Gabe, you're doing it wrong. If you got the money, if you're a DFS player, this guy, he's the Bible of DFS. Listen to the man. All he does is win money. Yeah, first week, right out of the gate. Boom, 100K. Yep. Boom. <laughs> like, you know, it would be amazing, Cam. It would be like, wow. Like, imagine if we won $100,000 just in the entire year betting football. Yes. Be like, man, we won 100000 this year. Dick Meyer wins it in the first weekend. Week one, boom, already up 100K this year. It's nuts. I even know. I, this guy's printing money. 32000 for the year. He's already Here I am losing teasers by half a point. I know. Thanks. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Thanks, uh, Yang. Game time decisions. Week one, NFL. We're not done yet. Double header. Countdown is on. Less than two hours of time. I like the early uh, start uh, for Monday night uh, football um, this evening. Um, yet, uh, you know, the um, the ratings, <laughs> the ratings for, like, it's going to be funny to see the ratings for the first game and then the ratings for that second game. It's almost like they should have made the Raiders and Broncos play first to just get it out of the way. Because, you know, they're going to step up in it in, like, prime, prime time later. And yep. People are going to be like, oh, God. Uh-huh. You go from Deshaun Watson and Drew Brees to Joe Flacco and Derek Carr run for their lives. <laughs> it just it didn't work out. I guess they, ooh, they thought they would have had Antonio Brown, but he didn't. All right, so I mentioned uh, the Drew Dickmeyer won. $100,000 uh, week one, right out of the gate. Didn't take him long uh, to cash. Ricky Sanders uh, will join us. And if you're wondering, like, all right, who did he have? Like, how did he do it? Um, I tell you what, I was in a bunch of fantasy drafts last uh, week, and every time, Cam, people would uh, take a pot shot at me in the chat. Hey, Marenzi, Sammy Walkins is still available. You're going to take him? I took him. Hey, Marenzi, Sammy Watkins. Every draft I was in, people, like, took pot shots. You going to take Sammy Watkins? Because I was known. I used to take Sammy Watkins every year and say, this is the year he breaks out. So I did not take Sammy Watkins. And I guarantee you, not a lot of people had Sammy Watkins in their DFS lineups or Deshaun Jackson. And Dick Meyer did. That was his wide receiver combo. Deshaun Jackson. And Sammy Watkins, and a great pickup by you, Cam, but Sammy Watkins lights it up yesterday. I got to say uh, thanks for the compliment, Gabe, and uh, George will join us, but I also want to punch myself in the face. I'm just lucky my other guys did well. I kept Sammy Watkins on the bench. I drafted him in your league, but I put him in and I took him out. I think I, <laughs> I, I, think I put in Sony, Michelle, and Flex or something instead, so I get no credit for that. I have to be honest with you on the show, but 
I did draft Sammy Watkins, and uh, after that performance, he will be my lineup a few more times, I'm thinking. <laughs> I still won. Yeah, I still won without two him. catches. <laughs> That's right. Two catches, 20 yards. George Kurtz. Kurtz. George Kurtz. How you doing, Kurtz? How'd your fantasy season start? One of those guys, I don't know how you guys look at your teams. I don't look at my teams, Gabe, all through Sunday. I looked well, one time yesterday at about 7.30 at night, got an idea where my teams are. Been yeah, busy yeah. today. You know, today's a busy day. I'm writing columns. I have not looked at my lineups at all. I know I think I'm in four leagues I've won, one league I've lost. I think the other five or six leagues are tonight they decided. So I'll have a bunch of close leagues tonight. But then I'll get around to looking at it. But I, there's nothing for me to do. I can't change anything. So I never understand of staring at the screen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Am I winning? Am I losing? What's the point? I don't, I don't see it. Either I'm going to win or I'm going to lose. We'll see what happens. My fantasy season, guys, it's on like this. this is, I, I lost, I don't know, about four bets by half a point or half a yard yesterday. Yep. Uh, yep. But same thing, fantasy. I got Antonio Brown on a team. Done. Well, at least he'll be coming back, but it messed me up in week one. Tevin Coleman on two teams, Cam. Two Brutal. teams I have Tevin Coleman on. And I was already kind of... Not very deep, considering I Tevin Coleman is one of my running backs, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's basically like week one, and I'm screwed on a couple of teams. <laughs> the, way, the way I look at things. Um, yeah, let's recap a couple of our bets yesterday. Um, oh, yeah, Josh Allen. Big prop on him at the game. Big prop on uh, Josh Allen, Camp. Over 38 and a half yards. Finishes? You guessed it. 38 yards. Yeah. Oh, buddy. 38 yards. Oh, I, read your, um, I read your mail. I'm, how about I'm, this one? How about this? I teased the Buffalo Bills and the over. It was 40 and a half, meaning I needed to get to 34, Kurtz. They got to 33. With I Ms. lost Kick. the teaser by half a point. I lost Josh Betsick. Allen by half a yard. Oh, yeah. yeah, I had Le'Veon Bell over receiving yards. Kurtz, it's 35. He's at 32. Gase just stops giving him the ball. They just stop giving him the ball. Uh, you know, Window Will's a Jet fan, and uh, he's uh, he's not happy. And, man, you know, the, the, the Jets started out, um, that offense was looking good against an elite defense in the Buffalo Bills. And let's give credit to the Bills for showing resiliency and, and yeah. finding a way to win the game. But Adam Gase and the Jets gave them that game. By not getting the ball to Le'Veon Bell, I'm like, all he needs is just throw him a damn screen pass, and I'm going to win the prop. He'll probably pop it for like 40 yards or something. Uh, the play calling was uh, dubious. I had an in-game with the Colts. I got a bad number with the in-game. Five and a half. They lose by six. I could go on. Oh, yeah. Well, like you, Cam, I had the Detroit Lions. They're up fun. big. They screwed me out of parlay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's just one after another. And, one after and- another. Now, Gabe, I'll tell you one thing before we get to Kurtz, who's probably bet on his Cowboys, who look great. Honest to God, we made this prediction. Jameis Winston, after here's, that's all I'll say. We have to move forward. Jameis Winston is the worst quarterback in football. I don't know what Arians is going to do. You could put that Griffin kid in. Two pick sixes, not one, Gabe, and they had chance for points. He doesn't go for a field goal. They missed three fourth, fourth downs inside the 10, like, they dominated that game and lost. I'm just sitting there going, what the hell? And you told me a long time ago, just don't bet on crappy uh, quarterbacks. This guy, I, I, Winston, I don't know what, Kurtz, Gabe. I, I'm, like, he is so 
damn bad. It, it reached a point. It's pathetic. I called it. I One of the said worst it. throws ever, that pick six. I God. said I said that Ryan Griffin will be the starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. And a lot of people laughed. A lot of people laughed. They're not going to have a choice. And they don't have any attachment to Winston. Arian doesn't know him. He's in a contract year, uh, George. He just doesn't get better. The thing, like, there's never, like, Jameis Winston's best year in the NFL was his freaking first year. I know. Like, remember when he came into the league, it was like, you know what, he looks, he's kind of not bad. He's all right. He's already, like, it's weird. He came into the league, and he he was what he was going to be. You know, he'll throw two touchdowns. There'll be two interceptions. He'll miss guys. He's going to fumble the ball. He's he's like, the the football IQ is not high. Um, He's not a winning quarterback, George. He's not a winning quarterback. The problem for Winston, and you you can look back at his college days, nothing's ever changed here, is bull security. He fumbles. He throws interceptions. He doesn't take care of the football. Uh, It hasn't changed. You know, what did Bill Parcells, the old saying he used to say? If someone shows you their true colors, you better believe them. Winston shows you over and over and over again. Fantasy-wise, when he plays, he's probably going to put up big numbers. Uh, the team, no defense, not much of a running game, but he's going to throw picks. Yesterday, they went to pick sixes. As Cam said, San Fran didn't win that game. Tampa Bay did indeed lose it. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was a strange, uh, strange week one. You know what did me in last night was the props, uh, the Steeler props. Yeah, thanks for nothing, oh. Pittsburgh. It's the same <laughs> crap time and time again, Cam. Like, have we not, have Mike we Tomlin can play Bill Belichick, and Ben can play Ben a hundred times, bro. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we, we bet on sports. I've been getting a gift with the New England Patriots since that first Super Bowl. And what made me go against them? What the hell am I? St- I'm so stupid. Like, the Seattle game, when, when, they, when your team lost, when they didn't give the ball to Lynch, it's another sign. Like, it's like a lightning bolt. Bet on this team. It will always win you money. It's unbelievable, Gabe. You're right with the Steelers. That just wasn't pathetic. That was so pathetic. Like, they weren't even ready to go. And this is New England week one. Oh, my God. What are they going to do to Miami this week? They can can win the game by 70 if they want. But, yeah, you're right, buddy. We We never learn. I hate that team, but all they do is win and cover. You know where I'm regretting is that I didn't have the Tennessee Titans on the money line. Yeah. I had a teaser. Did. I teased the Titans with the Vikings, so it's a win. Yeah, Cardano bets one game, and that's the game he picks. Yeah, and good pick. <laughs> I gotta hand it to him. He bets We're one game, game all afternoon, and he picks the Titans on the money line. Yeah, the, the best is Brad Maretzi. When you came on the show, the best is you're like, "Hey Terry, you called me Terry yesterday. It was the best." But uh, yeah, Cardano bet on one game and uh, he wins. Everything he touches, it turns to gold, buddy. Good yeah, I couldn't hear who was who on the phone yesterday, Ken. <laughs> there was a little bit of a connection problem. There was. Terry. All right, uh, we'll get we'll break down to from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
All right, game time decisions. Ready, Rage, Ivorenzi with the Meadowlands. Raging Redhead, Dekan Stewart, and the six, George Kurtz uh, joining us. Monday Night Football, we got a couple of games on the board. We'll get to uh, them in a couple of uh, minutes. Um, Dallas Cowboys uh, handled the uh, the New York Giants. Giants has uh, scored first, but then the Cowboys um, took care of business. Philadelphia Eagles gave everybody a big survivor scare uh, last night, including myself. Uh, man, I didn't want to get bumped out of uh, my survivor leagues in week one. Last year, it was a very early exit uh, for me as well. In fact, it was week one when Tampa beat New Orleans. I remember last year, it was insane. Basically, everybody got knocked out in week one. And it was like, people were like, well, let's just start a new survivor since everyone got knocked out. And if you remember, Ken, everyone got knocked out again two weeks later. Exactly. My survivor (laughs) league last year literally lasted three weeks. And there were 12 winners. You remember? (laughs) Yeah, I was one of them. It's like, that's twice everyone got knocked out. Yeah, 12 people were left standing and everyone else is out. I was like, I've never seen that. I don't even know how to do this. What do we do? It's like, all right, we have 12 winners. (laughs) That was awesome. So, <laughs> Philadelphia gets it going in the second half. Um, so they don't they don't cover. If you look at the big the big underdogs yesterday, uh, like Cincinnati covered, yeah, and uh, and the Washington Redskins covered. Uh, we have some big numbers uh, this week on the board that we'll get to. But let's jump into tonight's uh, game. Actually, uh, so we have the first one here: Houston Texans and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, George. What do you think about uh, this game? The Saints are now six-and-a-half-point favorites, minus 280 on the money line. The Texans are plus 235. The total is 52-and-a-half. And I should note that the New Orleans Saints guys have lost five straight season openers. Five straight years they've lost and failed to cover. So they're 0-5 and ATS. And look, last year they gave up 48 points to the Buccaneers uh, in Week 1. So, Kurtz, I'll start with you. What do you make of uh, this football game? I think everything points towards the Saints here, with the exception of what you just said. Think about it. It's in New Orleans. We all know how tough that is a place to play uh, on the road. It's Monday night, first game of the season. That crowd is going to be going bananas. Houston, you just traded Clowney. Is Tunsil really integrated into that offense? You have to protect the Sean Watson. Uh, you know, you lost Lamar Miller a couple of weeks back. Duke Johnson, I love him. You add Carlos Hyde. How's that running game going to work? Everything in my mind points towards New Orleans here. But I got minus 290. Minus six and a half. That's a big, that's a big number for me to give up here. I, guess the, well, I think Houston's a really good team. It's going to get better as the season goes along. Doesn't it seem like he, too obvious? Doesn't it I think, seem too I obvious, just, George? You don't think like you're not feeling that this is a big uh, New Orleans trap? It's a Bayou I, trap. I think he may be right. This is why I want a parlay. I, I got to find a parlay partner. But man, even if you include in baseball, I can't find a parlay that I like with the Saints. I still think the Saints are the winner tonight. I just I think everything points towards them. Uh, I'm kind of interested in the over as well here. I think points can be put up on the board here. Uh, but I'm really struggling to find a partner for the Saints. Cam, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tough, Gabe. I think the Saints are going to win. I'm not sure if they're going to cover the number. Uh, seven down to six and a half with money coming in on the Saints makes it very, very scary to me. I don't know what to do with this game. To be honest with you, Marenzi, it's, uh, I think the Saints should win. I don't know how much they're going to win by. I really like Deshaun Watson. As you know, he's my fantasy quarterback in your league that we're in. I expect him to, to do well, but Saints, home, opener, atmosphere, 
Uh, I don't know, man. A lot of the fa- the favorite Pits- Pits- uh, New-, New England dummy Pittsburgh last night, but I don't know, buddy. I got to be honest with you. I think the Saints win, but Houston probably covers the number. I'd probably take the points, but very difficult game. Even the second game I'm having problems with, too. I want to take Denver now. Is Oakland going to be motivated with all this crap without Antonio Brown? We could do it without this jerk. So, I don't know. I find the slate very difficult. Interesting. It is a tricky uh, slate here tonight, but I'm going the other way, guys. I'm going to be on the Houston Texans uh, plus the points. I don't think that the Saints are six and a half, seven points better uh, than the Houston Texans are. Um, You know, the Texans don't have a lot of depth. They're kind of top-heavy. You know, they rely so much on, on, you know, a couple of, you know, a couple of star players. But that that depth that hurts them later in the season, they're actually pretty loaded. I mean, really, their only issue. Listen, their secondary isn't great, but you know the concern would be that offensive line. It's real patchwork. They've been putting it together, but you know they've had about a week now. Uh, you know, Tunsil I think has had uh, four practices. You know, he's that good that I think he can just sort of be plugged in here. I don't know. I just think New Orleans is sort of, um, I think the number's too high. I think it should be like three and a half, four, as opposed to six and a half, seven. And I should note, guys, Monday night underdogs in week one of the National Football League, 35, 17, and one. Very, like uh, it's an impressive number. It's not like, sure ooh, is. you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, that's like a 75% trend there. So basically, guys, there's been, and that's like, um, you know, that's pretty much every Monday Night Football's 50th anniversary, but there's been a couple of doubleheaders. So and it, this is going back in the history of Monday Night Football. Underdogs in week one on Monday Night Football, 35, 17, and one against the spread camp. You know what, Gabe? The more and more I think about it, um, yeah, it's just, it, it is a lot of points. The thing about the Saints is, they're, they're, they're awesome. What's going to happen without Ingram? It's going to be mostly the Kamara show. They had a nice, like, little one-two punch. As the season progressed, Drew Brees got tired. The one thing is it's early for game game one of the season, so he should be okay there. But the Texans still have weapons all over the board. Like, what's the Saints going to do? The, the thing is, how are they going to stop Deshaun Watson and those receivers? Those receivers are an absolute nightmare, nightmare. I told you, I got Will Fuller in my pools with the team up with Deshaun Watson, and you know with Hopkins, they have so many cootie. They got weapons like ding, 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 ding all over the place there. I think the Saints are going to have problems. It might be a few too many points, Marenzi. I'm leaning your way. I, I just can't I just can't lay a touchdown with the New Orleans Saints, even though they're a great team at home. Too many points. It is too many points. It is. And they're extremely evenly matched football teams. I mean, yes, it's in New Orleans, but you're paying a premium uh, for this uh, right now. Interesting, actually, too. It's going to be early in New Orleans. Only so six o'clock uh, there. Now nah, they're uh, already, you know, pretty fired up. It is New Orleans after all. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know, it's a little earlier than usual. I think it's somewhat. I think it's it's um, takes a little bit of the edge off. And you know, yeah, it's it's a loud place. It's, it's an intimidating place, but. I don't think it phases uh, Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Uh, I think they, they, they thrive here. You know, Bill O'Brien. You know, Bill O'Brien has been known to hold Deshaun Watson back uh, a bit in the past. Um, if, you know, he should just unleash him, man. Let him play. 
He can, he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, George, Deshaun Watson. You know, it's, it's often – Houston always have injuries. There's always something. It's never like they're at full strength ever, this football team. But starting off the season here, he does have some weapons to work with, uh, George. I'm not worried about Watson. I think Watson will be fine. My only criticism of Watson would be he's one of these guys who needs, like Cam Newton, slide. For the love of God, slide. Uh, sometimes when he's running around there, he's got, he, he wants to get that extra yard or two, and he's taking hits from linebackers that he cannot take. And eventually, we saw it last year when he couldn't ride a plane. Right? Remember that? He couldn't ride in a plane because he took those hits in the Dallas game, I believe yep. it was. And yep. uh, he, slide. For the love of God. Unless it's his fourth quarter final drive where you have to get that yard to get the first down, slide, man. That actually, uh, yard or two generally isn't worth it. That's the only thing I worry about, Watson. Other than that, he's a great quarterback, great playmaker. I think this team is going to get better as the season goes along. I think it will take a little bit of a tonsil to get uh, activated there. I think the six and a half, yeah, I would probably agree with you guys to take the six and a half. I am not going to because of uh, the Saints, but I'm going to take the money line the Saints here. And now I'm thinking maybe, rather than go to baseball, maybe I take the Broncos. Maybe I take the Broncos Broncos. in my parlay here. Yeah, I I think Oakland's a mess. I'm leading Broncos, George. I'm leading Broncos. Uh, The only thing is with the Raiders, the only thing that I think they could bring to the table, other home field, they're going to be going to Vegas soon too. So not, it's not really like the black hole of old. Um, it's going to be the, uh, the AB thing, us versus the world thing. And uh, you know what? And I, I like Denver's well, they defense still suck. a lot. They do Denver's suck. What do you think, They still Derek Carr. Forget it. What do you think, Denver. buddy? It's a, it's, a t- it's a tough game, but I'm, I'm leaning Broncos. Uh, I'm I think looking... it's spread up to three. That's crazy. It's up to three in some spots. I got three. I'm not surprised that it's, it's – I'm not surprised. It's still two and a half here, actually. But – I don't like the parlay, guys, uh, that you're talking about. Now, I'm on the Texans, and it wouldn't shock me if the Texans won the game outright. I mean, can they win a game outright? I think, yes, they can. But I'm just, I just I did the math for you guys here. So New Orleans Saints money line parlayed with the Denver Broncos money line, George, if you're wondering. Plus 124. Yeah, not Ugh. enough. Like, where's the – gross. No for value. For two games, plus 124, yeah. and – yeah, that's you can get Denver good. at minus one fifty four on their own on the money line. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, just I'm the surprised math the math sense. doesn't add up. I figured it'd be like plus one sixty or something. Like, yeah, two wins, two kind of tough games, and you're only getting plus one twenty four. It's not worth it, in my opinion, at least. I, I don't believe it to be uh, worth it. Yeah, I think, and you know, what about the well, team? I need a parlay, but then you know, is that worth it? I, I, I need. I, I still think, need New Orleans to win. Then no, I like the over ever there. You like the over? I think a lot. 45? So far, I like the I'm over, seeing, but I'm seeing a lot of people are on the over right now, Gabe. I worry about that a bit. Like, uh, yes, but if you were guys remember last year, the Saints were an under machine cam in the second half of the season. Like everyone always thinks, all oh, yeah, the Saints, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, explosive Sean Payton. They run the ball a lot. Like they really do. Like they really do run the ball a lot, and they don't rush. Like they're. They're explosive, but they're efficiently explosive. Like, they pace it. Drew Brees is 41 years old. They pace him. You know, his arm has gotten flat in the last couple of years as the year went on. They play ball control a bit more. I still think it goes over, but we'll take a look at the numbers and uh, look at, you know, the, the total numbers from last year with the Saints and how they did just go under the number a lot. All right, the Game Time Decisions continues. FanDuel Sportsbook, Metal Ads. Get on the grid. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions continues. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm Renzi with FanDuel Sportsbook. Meadowlands. Countdown is on. Monday Night Football. We have a doubleheader on tap uh, this evening. Houston Texans getting six and a half. Over under 52 and a half. The, you know, the total's a little tricky. I think it's a pretty fair number. I think it's going to land right around that number. I think uh, the total will, can be used in a seven-point teaser. In fact, you know, I think over 45 and a half and then under 49 and a half in a, in a, in a uh, total teaser. I agree. Because, uh, you yep. know, you, you look here in this football game, it was Middle. 43 earlier in the day. It's down to 42 and a half now. I don't see where the points are going to come from in this Denver-Oakland game. Denver, Denver's offense is not going to be explosive. They could, you know, I think they'll score. You know, how many points did they score? 20? Maybe 23, 20, you know, 17, 20. You know, I don't think Denver's getting into the high 20s or the 30s. And I don't know, am I underestimating the Raiders offensively? I don't think so. Against that elite Denver defense, Vic Fangio's going to uh, have all kinds of weird schemes and stuff. You know, the Raiders' skill position players aren't scaring anybody right now without Antonio Brown. I mean, Hunter Renfro, Tyrell Williams are the wide receivers. You have a rookie running back. An average offensive line. The Raiders could be in some trouble uh, tonight. I, I'm, I like the Denver Broncos uh, here, uh, George. I think Joe Flacco will be good enough tonight to win this football game. I don't think Flacco will be able to stay healthy for 16 games, but Fangio's first game here this evening. Raiders with the major distractions over the last week in preparation for this football game. And truth be told, just a lack of skill position players. I just think Denver's defense is too much. I like the Broncos tonight. Yeah, I agree. Listen, I think these are both bad teams. I've got, uh, as far as future unders on games one, uh, the under for both. But I think Oakland's a mess right now. You lost Antonio Brown. It's a big part of your offense. We don't know what Derek Carr is going to be. I don't know what John Gruden's doing there. Uh, Josh Jacobs, sure, he may be great. But the Denver Broncos, the one thing they do have is a very good defense. And I think they're going to eat tonight. I think Chubb and Von Miller are going to chase Carr all over the field. This is a game, I mean... As far as teasers are going, if I bring it down to 36, I'm wondering if I should take that and maybe Houston plus 13 and a half as far as uh, parlay goes tonight, for the, uh, as far as a teaser goes for these two teams. I kind of like that tonight. I don't think many points are going to be scored in this game at all. I like the under at 43. Um, yeah, well, 42 and a half, but if you seven-point tease it, yeah. um, if you get it down to 36, then you're betting the over. right? If you, you want to tease this, you can get it to under right. 49 yeah. and, uh, and under. And that's you know, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind Cam as well. A lot of people don't like doing it when it's two and a half, but I don't mind. And I did it yesterday actually with the Detroit Lions. I had a seven point teaser from Thursday. The Green Bay Packers plus ten, and then the Lions plus four and a half. Like, let's say tonight Denver does lose somehow. 
it will be on like a last second field goal. You know, I don't think Denver will get, you know, Denver will lose by more than four points if they lose this game uh, tonight. So you could tease the Houston Texans up to 13 and a half. Basically, you'd have Houston Texans plus 13 and a half, Cam, and the Denver Broncos plus four and a half on the teaser. And I think that's a strong seven-point teaser right there. I'm going to tell you something, Marenzi. For people that say that's not a key number, it's wrong. Because a two and a half to a two and a half, when you add this, it's four and a half. Not only is it four, you get four and a half, which is a key number, 14, 10. That, that number four and three, it pops up. It, it, it is like people are like, oh, I don't want to bring a two and a half point favorite down. Yeah, you get them to you get them to plus four and a half. That is a number that I think is key. It's not like seven, like the biggest one, but it's still out there. Right. And I agree with you. Like a lot of the time. Those teasers will go within within that range. I'm with you. I think if the Raiders win, I think they win by a field goal tops. I think uh, Denver wins the game. I'll be taking Denver on the money line. And I think in the first game, uh, I think the game middles on a teaser with Houston. Houston plus 13 and a half, under 59. And then you can go the other way to the over as well. I think that is what's going to happen because I trust the Texans. Uh, I think there's going to be points in the game, but as you said, the Saints can slow it down. I don't think they're going to get to 60 points, and that's what you need to lose as a teaser. Curious uh, about the uh, the first half. Uh, what's the first half total here? First half total in the second game, and even 21. Yeah, yeah, 21. So low. <laughs> I was thinking me and Ranieri were talking about the first half under in this Oakland uh, game. First half under. I'd prefer it is 23 or something like that. 21, even 21 and a half. Minus 120, though, to the under. As I said, I just don't see where there's going to be uh, points to come by. But and I talked about this this morning with the props. You know, normally they adjust these numbers, guys, in the props in like week six, seven, and eight. Like, Cam, like, can I talk about it? Like, normally, like the field goal props, like at the beginning of the year, Long field goal would be like over 43 and a half, 44 and a half. You might get a 45 and a half. This week, dude, it was 47 and a half. That's like by yep. the time it gets to the Super Bowl, the, the, the props are so sharp. You know, they're, 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 they're to a T. And I find it's already that way out of the gate, like right now. Like I'm looking at the numbers tonight. Like Michael Thomas over under 83 and a half yards. Yep, they're too they're It's tough to high. go over. It's tough to go under. Like they're, It is. Yeah, like they're really just sort of bang on. One prop that I hit actually yesterday, Kurtz, was your boy, and I'm not I'm not surprised. He's going to rack up a ton of catches. I mean, it's good for PPR, but he's not going to score touchdowns. And that's Cole Beasley. The prop for Cole Beasley, guys, was three and a half yesterday. He literally had three catches on the first drive. Like it was it was the, one of the easiest bets I, I've I've won in a while. Cole Beasley over three and a half receptions. He had five in the first half. I had John Brown over 40 and a half yards. He went over in the third quarter pretty easily. So we'll see if we can find a player that's sort of flying under the radar. You know what I bet last night, too? I got to go cash. It was one of my smarter picks. Was I bet Tom Brady over one and a half touchdown passes last night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no it was minus there. money, but that was free. I mean, three. Sure So was. here we go. Joe Flacco passing uh, touchdowns tonight. Over under one and a half. Derek Carr. Uh-huh. Over under one and a half as well. Minus 160 to the under, uh, Kurtz. You think Derek Carr's going to have two touchdown passes tonight against this Denver defense? I don't. I don't either. I'll take the under. I don't like it. No, uh, yeah, the juice too high. Uh, it's, it, 
Joe Flacco? Will he have two? Uh, that's debatable as well, Gabe. Uh, I don't know. Well, Lindsey uh, might get the ball. They, you know, I, I'm gonna have to say uh, I don't like. I'm not gonna go uh, bet, bet that at all. And you're right about the field goal props. I checked out both games. 47 and a half minus 120. Unbelievable. Used to cash in on that prop. Now they're all over it. That's the beautiful world we live in. The convenience store of gambling now has extra product. Yeah. So they know. They know. They're all over it. Yeah, that's it's a thing. And it's 40, 47 and a half means you need a 48-yard field goal, which means the ball has to be on a 31 or further. And I've saw, I saw this yesterday, Cam. Teams go for it more now in that situation. Yes. It used to be, yeah, we'll kick the field goal, yeah. go for the 49, 51-yard field goal. Now they're like, you know what? Why kick the field goal? We can get the first down. You know what I mean? Let's just do a little quick you know, pass play. We'll get the four yards. You'll see coaches, like coaches are still wusses as a whole, but I've noticed, and I know because I bet this prop routinely, coaches around the 30 are more aggressive than they used to be. Like, they will go for it more often than not. They like their percentage higher of just going for it and trying to score a touchdown. A lot of coaches don't like playing for three anyways. Um, Like, the long field goal uh, prop does not hit as much as it used to. You know, there's, it's, you know, in some spots it will, uh, but it doesn't hit. All right, so how many, let's see how many touchdown, uh, let's see, uh, touchdown passes for, uh, I want to get into uh, touchdown passes uh, for uh, for the quarterbacks tonight in, in the first game here. All right, anytime touchdown score. First touchdown score of the game, DeAndre Hopper. I never win this, man. You want to know your <laughs> bad luck, Cam, too? I take Le'Veon Bell to score the first touchdown of the game, plus 500 yesterday, all right? He did score the first offensive touchdown, but there was a freaking pick six, so I don't win the bet. But he did score the first offensive touchdown. Like you know, how frustrating that is, buddy. I'm I'm aware. I'm I'm reading your mail. I've already opened it. It's the same thing, man. There there were games yesterday. I'm just like, you're telling me I'm on the wrong side of that. Uh, incredible. No, no incredible comebacks. They're always against you. But in the first game, Marenzi. Um, how about Duke Johnson? Uh, some, something a little bit different, you know, a, a new player. You might get a good number there. That's something to, to, to look at uh, for the Texans, it, for first touchdown for those guys. Maybe a little Duke Johnson action, a little sprinkle job. I like that. Yeah, first out, first touchdown score of the game, but George Hopkins plus 900, Kamara plus 500, Duke Johnson 11 to 1, Michael Ooh. Thomas plus 650, Will Fuller 13 to 1. Latavius Murray plus nine fifty, Deshaun Watson sixteen to one, Jared Cook ten to one. That could be interesting right there. Jared Cook at uh, ten to one, uh, Kiki Kuti is uh, nineteen to one, Ted Ginn Jr. eleven to one, Kenny Stills nineteen, Keith Kirkwood sixteen, Carlos Hyde twenty two, Traquan Smith sixteen to one, DeAndre Carter twenty seven to one, Josh Hill twenty seven to one. Surprised there's no worse Taysom Hill. I'm surprised. There he is. 30 to 1. Hopkins is 9 to 1. I'll take my shots. I mean, as far as getting your best value, right? I mean, you talk about the best, if not the best, right? He he may not be the best receiver in the NFL. He's certainly one of them. 9 to 1. Saints have a really good defense, but they don't have a locked down corner. There was no Deion Sanders there or whatever the equivalent is nowadays. Jalen Ramsey. Not that he did anything yesterday anyway. So uh, I think I would take a shot on Hopkins at nine to one. Kamara five to one. You're not really getting the value there. I mean, I think uh, Cutie was sixteen to one uh, offhand. Uh, yep. I think somebody 19. on Houston was nineteen. That's where the value lies there. 
Duke Johnson, I just don't think he'll be the goal line guy. So he's going to have to be the, you know, he's going to get him further out. Not that he can't, but he hasn't been a big touchdown guy in his past. I don't know if he's going to get that here either. Latavius Murray, by the way, wouldn't shock me either. Once again, Sean Payton just sticking it to Mark Ingram because uh, Ingram never got the touchdowns with New Orleans. We always bicked about that. Now he's gone. It wouldn't shock me at all. First shot. Oh, yeah, we'll give it to Murray at the one-yard line, something they never seem to want to do with Mark Ingram. Drew Brees, though, likes those tight ends, Cam. Wouldn't surprise me if it was Jared Cook at 10-1 to 1 as well. Cook at 10-1, to 1, yeah. That Taysom Hill one's kind of interesting if you gave me a little bit more because they love to run that wildcat when they get up to the goal line, but we'll see. I 30 to one for, for, for a guy that basically does trick plays. If you gave me, you know, 50 or 60, I'd take a shot there, but you're right. He does love the tight ends. And George is right about Hopkins too. Surprise. A player, star, stars yeah, a player are like as good as Hopkins and their star guy who's going to get targeted. It's pretty good odds at plus it 900 is. actually. I think it's worth a stab. I, I agree, Cam. It should be like plus 650 or something like that. Plus 500. I mean, yep. I, like it's oftentimes it's the guy you never expect, right, uh, to score the first touchdown uh, of the game. It's like the backup tight end all the time. But uh, at at nine to one odds, George, you're right. I mean, just mathematically to blindly take this, like why should Kamara be five to one and D Hop nine to one? I guess they also sort of correlates into the fact that the book has the Saints scoring the game's first touchdown since they're the favorite. Which is preposterous. Just because you're the favorite doesn't mean you're going to score the first touchdown. Um, I like Hopkins at 9-1. to one. I mean, it's worth a stab. I've never won one of these, though. I still have not won one of these first touchdown score props. Well, they are pretty much, look, you're taking a stab, you're hoping And you God knows it. I've I mean, tried. <laughs> <laughs> my, best, my best one, Morency, was uh, Jordy, Jordy Nelson. First touchdown in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, and by the way, my bookie disappeared. Didn't get paid for that one. 22 to 1. 100 bucks. Oh, so bye no. bye. <laughs> oh, Kiki Cutie inactive tonight, by the way. Cutie is out. The most Jeez. money ever Oh, Cutie is out. All right. And the guy disappeared. Thanks. That's All right, hang in here. Hang in here, uh, Kurtz. We're going to Kurtz's final uh, pitch. See if he'd like to send on a baseball uh, diamond uh, tonight. Ricky Sanders will join us. We'll talk some DFS, but. He'll help us sort of correlate into these props tonight. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thank you, Yang. So I believe they're still playing that sport they call baseball, right? Baseball season's not over just because uh, football uh, is back. New York Mets, uh, four games out of a wild card uh, spot right now. But, man, that schedule is killer. It never ends. It's every game, man. Now Arizona. And Arizona really in the in the wild card uh, mix uh, right now. Mets get the Dodgers uh, later in the week. I've been uh, so consumed with football um, that I really haven't paid any attention to baseball uh, over the weekend. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll jump back on the diamond uh, tomorrow night, of course, on in-game live and on game-time decisions. But tonight, Monday night uh, football, a little more than an hour's time. The first game is up. So, uh, George, um, you'll be back tonight at 10 with me and Kevin Walsh on in-game uh, live. 
So what are your picks? What, what's the, uh, the, is this your final answer, as Regis Philbin used to say? Final answer? All right, you convinced me. I'm going to go with the teaser. Give me, uh, give me Houston plus 13 and a half, and I'm going to take the under 50. <laughs> I got 43, so I'm going to hit the under 50 in the uh, Denver-Oakland game there. Baseball, man, I've looked on this board over and over yeah, again, yeah. but it, it's not a great board tonight. I mean, I do like Bieber, uh, so I might take minus one and a half there with Cleveland, but I'm not in love with that. The problem is just like the football game. There are a bunch of one-teamers I like, but the spread's too hard. I can't find parlays here. Cup. Everything's just too high for me. The Cubs. They're buck fifty. Hendricks. Oh, Hendricks is terrible. Quantrill's actually decent. Bryant's banged up. No Javier Baez. He's out for the rest of this uh, regular season. The Cubs aren't playing well at all. They just got the they got trounced by Milwaukee. Man, I'm not liking the Cubs at all. Your Yankees. Paxton's pitching better. Yeah, boss. Hey, you win. Poor Dombrow- think about Dave Dombrowski with GM. He wins three American League East titles. He wins the World Series 11 months ago, and they fire his ass last night. <laughs> I mean, you've got to be kidding me. It's I mean, crazy. What, what do they want from him? It makes oh, no sense. Yeah. Um, I remember when Boston sport fans just won one, George. We just yeah, want to win one, one World Series. That's we won right. in 87 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just exactly. one. This one. Bye. Now, 20 years later, you're just a bunch of jerks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're just a bunch of jerks. And and speaking of a bunch of jerks, you know, but why are we even bothering playing uh, AFC football for the rest of the year? Kansas City yep. Chiefs, New England Patriots, oh, going to be an AFC Conference Championship game if the Chiefs don't get uh, too injured along the way. But, uh, George, we'll see you at 10 o'clock tonight. You got it. Looking forward to it. Have a good one, George. Monday Night Football, doubleheader. Ricky Sanders. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News Update. Get on the grid, everybody. Uh, yes, Ricky Sanders will join us. We'll talk DFS uh, Monday Night Football after the update. Week one of the NFL wrapping up tonight. Game one kicking off early at 7-10. A special treat for everybody right after the show. New Orleans hosting Houston Saints minus 6.5. Total 51.5. Moneyline Saints minus 290. Texas plus 235. First half line, New Orleans laying 3.5 and, and the total is 26. Game two slated for 10-20. We got Denver at Oakland. Broncos now a three-point favorite. Uh, total 43 there. Moneyline Broncos on the road. Minus 155. Raiders plus 135. First half line Denver. Minus 121 total. It keeps getting better for AB. Yeah, he played the Raiders. He played the NFL. And in the end, he gets what he wanted. Uh, lots of money and being on the best team in the league. Deal official. The New England Patriots have added an option year in 2010 for $20 million to Antonio Brown's first-year contract with the team. His one-year deal for 2019 worth $15 million, a $9 million signing bonus. Uh, yes, so A.B., a very happy guy. Yeah, he joined the Patriots, and uh, yeah, it looks like uh, good times, too. They play Miami week, two. Life is good for T.B., A.B., and the Pats. The Jacksonville Jaguars have traded a fifth-round pick to Pittsburgh for quarterback Josh Dobbs. The move comes after starter Nick Foles broke his clavicle Sunday versus KC. The injury left Gardner Minshew, six-rounder out of Washington State, is the only quarterback on the Jags roster. Dobbs third on the Steelers' depth chart behind Big Ben and Mason Rudolph. Minshew did a good job, though, 22 for 25, 275 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. 
taking over for Foles, who is now on the injured reserve. Jaguars meet Houston in week two. Cleveland Browns wide out Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, yeah, nice watch, buddy. The guy played a game uh, with a $350,000 watch. His accessory didn't go well uh, down with the league. They didn't like that. We remember Gabe, the great days of Reggie Roby, a punter he used to check his watch. But AD flashing a $350,000 timepiece. It violates a rule prohibiting hard objects being worn. The NFL says they will discuss the issue with OBG and the Browns. But finds unlikely. He had seven catches, 77 yards. Lots of injury news, guys. Here's updates, good and bad. The good, Joe Mixon's injured ankle came back good after test today. He could play week two versus the Niners. Bad. The 49ers first-round rookie, Chris Lidstrom, expected to be wearing a walking boot for eight weeks after suffering a broken bone in his foot after the loss to Minnesota. More bad. Washington Redskins running Mac Darius. Guys, history of injuries. He has uh, undergoing an MRI on his knee. Guys tore his ACL last year, but the injury to his other knee, he had a tough game. 18 yards on 10 carries for the Skins in the loss to Philly. San Francisco running back Tevin Coleman. He went down with an ankle injury in the second quarter versus Tampa Bay. Coleman's ankle sprain. He's going to miss time. Further test today. Six carries, 23 yards. Two catches, 33 yards in the air prior to the injury. Matt Breda and Raheem Mostert uh, handled the snaps in Coleman's absence. In the NBA, the league says it will be banning ninja-style headbands. People worry about the safety due to the bigger size of the headband, the width and the length than a regular headband. Right now, Drew Holiday, uh, De'Aaron Fox, and Jimmy Butler, all players that don that ninja-style headgear that won't be able to this year. Lakers applying for a $1.75 million disabled player exemption from the league for the loss of big man DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins expected to miss most of, if not all, of 2019-20 after tearing his ACL during a summer workout in Vegas. NHL News, Columbus signing defenseman Zach Wierenski. Three years, $15 million. He's very, very good. Reports indicate the Lightning and Star Braden Point far apart in their contract talks. The three-year-old, amazing. 92 points in 79 games with the Lightning. They want to get something done there. The Anaheim Ducks are interested in Carolina. Carolina Canes defenseman Justin Falk. The two sides in ongoing discussions for the 27-year-old who put up 35 points in 82 games with Carolina last year. And as we just mentioned with Kurt Boston, Red Sox firing Dave Dombrowski just 10 months after these guys winning the World Series, unbelievable matchups for tonight. 7:05 Atlanta at Philly. Phils minus 138 and a half. Fulty versus Nola. Three more at 7:10. Yankees minus 115 at Boston. Paxton versus Rodriguez. Total 10. Arizona at the New York Mets. Mets laying 237 and a half. Kelly versus Degrom. Milwaukee minus 210 at Miami. Lyles versus Duggar. Total nine. 810 action. Oakland at uh, at Houston. Astros minus 180. Fires versus Greinke. Nine and a half. 945. We got Pittsburgh and San Fran Giants laying 55. Seven and a half your total. Williams and Bumgarner. 1007 action. Bieber and Sandoval. Cleveland is minus 160 at the Angels. Total eight and a half. And at 1010, Cubs laying 45 cents at the Padres. Eight and a half. Hendricks versus Quantrill. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. He's live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands just in time for Monday Night Football. And Ricky Sanders will join us next on the program. We'll talk a little DFS. Hope we hopefully put some money in your pocket and hopefully Ricky will help us with the props. Stay tuned, everybody. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio with Gabe Morenci and Cam Stewart. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage. I'm Arenzi with the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Countdown is on. Monday night to football. We've got a doubleheader. 
uh, tonight. Texans, Saints, Broncos, Raiders. Uh, we just uh, spent uh, quite a bit of time talking about uh, these games. We'll continue uh, the conversation. Ricky Sanders will join us in a couple of minutes. We'll uh, break down the games from a DFS uh, perspective, and uh, we'll can correlate that into uh, into the props. Although I'm a little prop shy. Not well, honestly, Cam. You know what I mean. I haven't slept. I probably slept about 20 hours in the last 10 days. Um, you know, we did the morning show. Um, you know, it was a game yesterday. Had a couple of uh, couple of beers. Uh, the morning show. This show, then in-game live tonight, the doubleheader, Cam. I know. The doubleheader. I'm going to be here until midnight. Midnight tonight. So I look at the props. I'm like, ugh, my head hurts. Yeah. You know, yeah, like know. <laughs> you know, when you, just, you sometimes you look at the the, the the numbers and it's like I just it's yeah. like yeah, I don't really even want to rack my brain around whether someone's going to go over eighty three and a half or not. Like I said, the numbers are also kind of high for this this prop uh, tonight, this game, because the odds makers know they're like, well, there should be points. There's a lot of big star sort of skill position players in this game, so the numbers are high. So you're not getting any value betting me over yet. Yeah. I'm not really in a hurry to bet under DeAndre Hopkins or under on a Michael Thomas prop either, you know? I agree. No, you're right. Looking at the screen, it's making my head spin. And I'll tell you exactly what you said. You mentioned it with the field goal prop. They're already two to two and a half yards ahead of things. We're in week one. They understand now with all the new sports books, you got Jersey, everything else. People are playing more props. People who are getting into gambling, me and you have been gambling for since we were children, right? And we're doing all sorts of different things. So new people, oh, I'll dip my toe into the props and I'll do this. A lot more things are being played. A lot more numbers are being sharp. And hopefully uh, Ricky can help us out, Gabe, because there is often a correlation between guys who play on DraftKings and FanDuel in the DFS lineups and a correlation to the props. Maybe he'll find some value for us. I will say that the long field goal prop, I do like it in the Saints game. It sucks that it's 47 and a half. But Minus 120. Uh, Fairbairn and, uh, and, w- and Will Lutz, Good two kickers. of the better kickers in the National Football League. And in fact, Indoor. Will Lutz has displaced. Uh, Tuck- Tucker's no longer the best kicker in the league, guys. He's a little older. He, you know, he's just not as accurate. He doesn't have the same uh, strength. Now, listen, Tucker is still a good kicker. He's still a very good kicker. I'm not saying that Tucker's done, but it's not like, oh, yeah, yeah, Justin Tucker. Like, for a couple of years, it was just blindly, oh, yeah, yeah Tucker's the best kicker, right? You know, it wasn't, like, really debatable. Uh, Benetari's real good. He's been around forever. But uh, I tell you what, Will Lutz, great. Yeah, yeah, I know. Thanks, Will Lutz, now the best kicker in the National Football League. He's good. Yeah, I got screwed in that game. Yeah, yeah. Vinatieri missing a kick. Good stuff. That happens, what, once in a blue moon? You're on it? I get it. Ricky Sanders will step up and in. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
and TV, Zumo TV. Channel 719 now on uh, Zumo continues. Countdown uh, is on less than an hour to uh, the New Orleans Saints and the Houston uh, Texans. It appears as though that uh, there's a lot of people at the, the game already that are wearing uh, referee uh, T-shirts, and uh, it's a big thing after they got screwed over uh, last year against uh, against the Rams. Yeah, it's, it's like a ton of people in the parking lot all dressed up as refs. Uh, Ricky Sanders steps up and in part of the Daily Roto crew. Of course, Drew Dinkmeyer hits $100,000 uh, in week one, like Cam stated earlier. If you're playing DFS and you're not using the tools uh, of Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. Ricky Sanders. How you doing, Ricky? Doing well. Not quite as good as Drew, but yeah. I mean, if you if, even if you look at the way he constructed his lineup, by the way, he was the only like winner that I saw in any of these contests that got away without double stacking Lamar Jackson. He did it without Lamar Jackson, without a Lamar Jackson receiver, which was just unheard of. If you looked at the top of these leaderboards, that just shows how good the tools were. They were even able to overcome that. Wow. Um, I didn't expect, I didn't expect that from Deshaun Jackson yesterday. I mean, I know, listen, people thought, oh, it's a good, you know, he goes back home. He's going to provide, He's going to provide something for Carson Wentz. I'm not big on Deshaun Jackson. Maybe it was just, you know, the situation he'd been in in the past couple of years. He's rejuvenated now in Philadelphia. I didn't see that coming. And same with Sammy Watkins. Uh, People were busting my balls, Ricky. For years, I always took Sammy Watkins in my drafts. He's going to break out. This is the year that he's going to become a big star. And it never really happened. And, of course, this year I don't take him. Cam did. But he had him on his bench. <laughs> but Cam did. But <laughs> yes, did. I know Drew Dickmeyer had uh, had Sammy Watkins. Did you see that coming yesterday with Deshaun and Sammy Watkins, uh, Ricky? So I think it's easier to say that I saw Deshaun Jackson coming because I think that was a piece that his offense was missing was that true, you know, downfield threat. He's got Zach Ertz. He's got Alshon Jeffrey as a guy he could find you know, in the end zone and they have Darren Sproles coming back. Another guy you could find in the short field. And I don't think that they really had that elite downfield guy in Carson Wentz, not a guy who struggles to get the ball downfield. So Deshaun Jackson was a guy that I went to, you know, the daily Roto optimizer and I was boosting, even though we already had a strong projection, he was like the top 12 to 15 ish wide receiver value, but Sammy Watkins certainly wasn't. And I kind of, you know, I'm shaking my head here because any receiver who plays significant time on an offense with Patrick Mahomes, you should take that into consideration. And it, I mean, people I've heard today, you know, kind of shaking it off as well. Tyreek Hill got hurt. Yeah. By the time Tyreek Hill had left, Sammy Watkins already had two very long touchdowns. So it's not like Tyreek Hill went down and then Sammy Watkins start from there. He already was getting it done. So I know it was a tough secondary that they were facing. But now, you know, thinking of the long term, I think Sammy Watkins is a guy we got to consider as a top 15, maybe even higher than that receiver going forward. If there is going to be no Tyreek Hill, Mahomes, we know he's going to get it done. I think Kelsey will have more productive weeks than he had this week, even though he had almost 100 yards at half. But I think... Sammy Watkins is absolutely 100% legit. We know he's going to play snaps here. The, the issue with him has always been health in his own right. But as long as he's healthy playing on this offense, I think he's you know a borderline wide receiver one. 
Ricky Sanders, DailyRoto.com uh, with us. All right, uh, Ricky, we're talking about this game here tonight, really contrasting styles uh, in the betting world and in the DFS world in which we have right. a total of 52.5 or we have a total of 42.5. And, and that 42.5 might be high. Tyrell Williams, J.J. Nelson, I think J.J. Wilson, uh, Nelson's a game-time decision still. Hunter Renfro's never caught a pass in the NFL before. Uh, but let's let's jump into the first game here. I like to bet prop tricky, but the numbers are high. Like you know, the the books expect points, so therefore the player props are kind of high, and they're kind of too high for me to want to bet the over on. But I also don't want to get in front of the under either. Are you expecting this to be a track meet shootout tonight? Do you think everybody eats, so to speak? I think it's going to be a productive offensive game, no question. I mean. I like approaching this from a DFS perspective because I have a good idea of how to attack where I think the offense is going to come from on both teams. From a betting perspective, it is a little bit more difficult for, for me. I mean, you look at New Orleans last year, if you're, if you're going by you know, DVOAs, it, it was a productive spot for, for some wide receivers. Uh, but, you know, they basically shut down backs completely in the passing game. They shut down tight ends, and yet, I am completely tempted to to lock Duke Johnson in this game because I think that Duke Johnson is low-key a threat to be a top five-ish running back this year. I mean, this is a guy that's always been way up there in terms of pro football focus, elusive rating. This is a guy who I've always felt needed a bigger role, and he's only got Carlos Hyde to compete with. So one thing I can tell you is I'm feeling good about Duke Johnson. As for the player props, if I'm playing DFS tonight – I feel really good that New Orleans is a concentrated lineup, so I am going at least one, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, every single lineup, whether I'm playing the one game or the two game. Does that mean I'm betting the props on them? I would be more likely to lean towards the Alvin Kamara prop than the Michael Thomas prop just to you know, kind of see what they come out and do. I feel good about Thomas getting volume, obviously. But I think with no Mark Ingram there, people just expect Latavius Murray to take that role. And I think it's more likely that we see Kamara get a slight uptick in volume, and we know it's him, that that can only mean good things. What do you think of Duke Johnson over under 31 and a half receiving yards? Do you see him, like, do you expect him to catch some passes? How many passes are you projecting for him to catch tonight out of the backfield? I think he's a nice new weapon that, you know, again, this was a very tough defense for backs out of the passing game last year, but I think this is going to be one of the better pass catching backs. So I think four and a half to five and a half is where I would set the line on him. 35 receiving yards to me sounds a bit low. Again, I wish they were kind of facing any other team because you're kind of throwing them right into the fire of one of the more difficult matchups that you could find. But even so, again, it's sort of like Deshaun Jackson was a piece that they were missing. I think an explosive back, especially in the passing game, is something that this offense has been missing, and people aren't accustomed to seeing it, so I really would like to get ahead of the field on this, and I would bet the over on the receiving yards despite the matchup. Hey, Ricky, um, what about uh, some sleepers tonight that we're looking at? Um, Guys who are a little bit cheaper I love Duke Johnson, too. I think, I, Gabe, I got 31.5 on my book and over 3.5 receptions, and I see the juice is yep. 30%. I still think that's a great play. But what about the likes of Kiki Kute, Ricky, uh, Fuller, guys like that on Houston that are a little bit cheaper? I know people are going to go uh, with Hopkins, but what do you think about uh, the other receiving options for the Texans? 
So I believe Coutte has been ruled out. That At least that was what uh, we've been discussing. In the, yeah, the yeah. He's, right he's out? Okay. Yes. He, he's not playing. So if you're looking for like a way off the board guy that we have some interest in, DeAndre Carter is a guy we think is going to get some slot snaps tonight in his absence. Not sure where Kenny Stills is going to play. You know, he's only had a week to acclimate. I would guess they run some four receiver, you know, looks. And I would guess that Kenny Stills is able to play both the outside and the inside. I mean, Will Fuller is a guy who has always had that connection with, you know, the quarterback. I mean, him and Deshaun Watson have been just a touchdown machine. But I think, you know, now we got that left tackle situation solidified. This is going to be, you know, a great offense this year. I don't think there's any buts about that. And there's just lots of opportunity here. So I think DeAndre Carter, if you really do need a guy who is a punt, wouldn't be surprised if he's at least a poor man's Philip Dorsett from last night. He was a guy I would definitely be sprinkling into MME. But if you're talking, you know, if you're including Will Fuller as a guy who's a little bit cheaper, I would certainly throw him into that mix as well. I'm very interested in their pass catchers. You got New Orleans as a favorite here. If we can get some favorable game flow with Houston playing from behind, I think you can see multiple pass catchers getting you value. Ricky Sanders with us. We'll take a quick break. We'll get Ricky's uh, thoughts on the Raider uh, game. If there's anything uh, to do, you go contrarian, mix it up a little bit. Uh, Jared Cook, what to expect from Jared Cook uh, with the New Orleans Saints, about 40 minutes away from kickoff. Game. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here, Drew, Drew Dinkmeyer, regularly on the network, explaining how to use it and more specifically how he uses it. Well, the majority of NFL Week 1 games were played yesterday, and Drew Dinkmeyer and the Daily Roto lineup optimizer once again took down a DFS tourney, this time $100,000 over at FanDuel. You could become the eighth person to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament setting your lineups using DailyRoto.com. The DFS lineup optimizer joined countless a number of people that have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using dailyroto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. Ricky Sanders uh, with uh, So Ricky. Um, In the DraftKings format... Uh, you get, you got to play the captain, um, obviously. I'm always a fan of going with the field goal uh, kicker in, in this spot. And you look at, uh, I see some of the optimized lineups tonight. Fairborn, Fairborn is is one of the captains uh, this evening, and that allows you to uh, you know to get a Camara, to get a Thomas, to get a Hopkins uh, in there. What I noticed, though, not a lot of Deshaun Watson in in these lineups. Uh, is that by design, uh, and and why? 
Well, I think it's just a matter of fitting the most overall talent and knowing that these quarterback prices are extremely expensive. I mean, there is no shortage of you know positional players from these games that you want to be targeting. Even some of these cheap guys. I mentioned Carter, but we didn't even talk about some of these New Orleans players who I think have a chance to blast off. I mean, if you're looking for a cheap guy with extreme upside, you have both Traquan Smith and Ginn who play you know, predominantly the same position of the outside wide receiver. You have Keith Kirkwood and Carr who are slot candidates. And with Drew Brees, at any given night, he can lock into a guy, he can find them deep. We know he's, he's done that before with many different receivers. So I think it's just prioritizing you know, other positions. It's not the fact that you know, we don't have a good projection on Watson we got him what you know up almost the same actually slightly more points than Drew Brees but because we're talking about a $1,200 difference and you know about yeah. uh 15th of a you know fantasy point something like that uh it's just not going to prioritize him when you get Drew Brees with that similar projection now can you go on there and if you wanted to run you know a Texans onslaught maybe thinking that a, a, a early, you know, long run or something from Kamara puts them behind and then the Texans have to throw and it's just a fantasy bonanza. You could go ahead and boost him. It's just if you want to create the more well-rounded rosters, which is if you're just looking at standard settings on our optimizer, that's what it's going to give you. I think if you go to 90th percentile, which means, you know, almost their ceiling, you're going to get more Deshaun Watson because, you know, obviously his ceiling is like a five TD game, whereas some of these positional players, not quite. So it just matters what settings you're running on and kind of what you're going for. If you're going for cash games, it just makes more sense to, to spend them a cheaper quarterback. All right, so let's get in before we let you uh, let you get out of here and prepare for and get your final lineups in. Ricky Sanders, DailyRoto.com uh, uh, with us. Uh, so, Ricky, uh, Raiders and Broncos. I was going to say, listen, it's you know probably not going to be the most exciting game, and it's kind of you know when you compare this to to the the first one. But how many times you know over the years have we said that and expected a game to have no scoring and it turns into a crazy game? Remember, like. Was it the Rams and 49ers a 49ers. couple of years ago when they were both yeah. really bad? They yep. played like, yeah, they played on a Thursday night. It turned out to be a crazy, like, high-scoring, cool game. And you never really know. But Vic Fangio is a defensive genius. And now he's, he's got the talent like he did in Chicago. I expect Denver's defense to be elite uh, once again, uh, Ricky. And I don't know what J.J. Nelson's status is right now uh, for this football game, but... Tyrell Williams and uh, Hunter Renfro, who's never caught a pass before in the NFL, are the wide receivers. You have a rookie running back in Josh Jacobs. I mean, Derek Carr is in a pretty difficult situation. I I don't think he has a lot of success here tonight, but Denver should be able to run the ball, right? When you're looking at this game, are you expecting uh, Lindsey? What do you expect uh, tonight? Anyone to produce? Yeah, so I'm skeptical about the Raiders like you are, but I think one of the most contrarian potential ways to play this game would be to overload Raiders because I think most people are going to see how Denver heavy they can get, which, you know, of course I agree with. On the surface, you look at John Gruden offenses, um, I mean, dating back to last year, 31st in points, uh, 23rd in, in yards. I mean, this is not a great offensive scheme he has had some decent offenses in the past 
But most of them, if you look at like their overall yards in the bottom 10, especially if you look at the recent sample, he has just had some messes of offenses that he is kind of taking control of. And that's before Antonio Brown left. But we do at least have a little bit of condensing without Antonio Brown. I think we know that Tyrell Williams is going to be the number one receiver, and when he's been targeted heavily, he has produced. We know Hunter Renfro is our slot receiver. We know Darren Waller is a potential breakout, and we know Josh Jacobs is the main guy. So at least there is some form of predictability here, but if you're asking me who I think is going to produce tonight, um, I have a ton of interest in those Denver backs. I mean, I think there's even a scenario in which both of them produce tonight. I, I mean, you've seen in single-game formats before, with specifically the Denver Broncos, both of them get it done. And if you think about it, there are scenarios in which Philip Lindsay drives a team down the field and Royce Freeman scores. So normally, if I were you know looking at a team with multiple backs, I would be setting a rule of maximum one. But I don't think this Denver team, because it's so unclear and because it's so much of a committee, I would be thinking to set rules here. Now, if you're asking who I feel better about, I think it's Philip Lindsay. But the rule I would be setting, I think, would be a max two of Joe Flacco, Lindsay, and Royce Freeman, because I don't think there's a scenario in which all three of them get it done. I think you know it's possible that Lindsay and Flacco hook up and potentially score a touchdown there. I think it's possible that Flacco finds other receivers and Freeman, you know, finishes off a drive, but I, I only want exposure to two of them. So, so I think Philip Lindsay will be the guy of the three that I have the most exposure to. But all I know is, you know, in cash games, if you, if you play cash games of these sort of things, I would want to be Denver heavy in tournaments. You either go Oakland heavy or you go Denver heavy. And I think Denver heavy will be very popular. You could extend it to like a 5-1, five, five Denver players, one Oakland. I think that'll be a little different. It's just always hard to differentiate on a one-game a one slate. Ricky Sanders, DailyRoto.com. Ricky, thank Hello. you very much for taking the time to be with us uh, tonight. Enjoy the doubleheader. Thank you, too. Uh, was, Ricky uh, Sanders, very uh, thorough. With, uh, who I uh, got to say dealt with the uh, delay very well. Yes, he did. He, he did deal with it extremely well. He also gave you mathematical probabilities, like four players here, one here. Like just didn't throw out names there. He had a lot of different scenarios for a lot of different tournaments, which is great. Did a really thorough job there. One guy that was not happy about uh, the the phone and the delay was uh, Emmett Smith this morning. Oh, he hated it. <laughs> uh, I'm like, hey, oh yeah, I'm like, hey, how you doing, Emmett? He goes, I got a delay here. It's kind of horrible here, but I'm going to try my best. And it just started off the interview poorly, Cam, like that, right? When he's pissed off, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. And it was so bad that his his agent actually like sent a message, like, yo. Emmett's having a hard time hearing. It's a problem. You know, like, I'm telling you, yeah. it wasn't me, like, at the stadium. I couldn't hear. There was, like, weird static stuff going on, man. So, uh, Ricky Ricky really handled uh, that. No problems. But uh, Ricky doesn't complain. Uh, he gets the job done. Daily Roto. So, of course, now that the game approaches, Cam, I'm starting to see some props. One thing, and Kurt's talked about it a bit, I think the Saints secondary is actually pretty good, to be honest. It is. Uh, but... DeAndre Hopkins is essentially unstoppable. And they throw him the ball. Like, they do target him a lot. Like, Hopkins, you know, Watson looks for him, you know, often. It's 92 and a half yards. I think he's going to light it up. 
And one thing, the Houston Texans really don't have any shutdown corners. Michael Thomas should go over the 85 and a half yards. And I like the Duke Johnson over 31 and a half uh, receiving yards too. So that's, those are the props I'm going to play. Michael Small, Michael Thomas over 85 and a half. Hopkins over 92 and a half. Duke Johnson over 31 and a half. And uh, the Saints, uh, Texans long field goal over 47 and a half. Those will be the props that I'll play in this game. Yeah, I'm going to do a trifecta with Duke Johnson over three and a half receptions, over 31 and a half yards receiving. And I have one book. It has 34 and a half, not 35 and a half for rush yards. I will go over the number with Duke Johnson. All three, Gabe, I'm do. I'm going to play all three with Duke Johnson. And I'm with you. I think we're going to ride the Texans train tonight. Uh, too many points in that game. I think the teaser in the first game, Houston plus 13 and a half over 45 and under 59 at middles, but I'll go with the over 45 because I got, I think we can get there with both of these offenses, but you're absolutely correct. The Saints defense is actually a little bit underrated. People don't talk about it, but you, to your earlier point, they played a lot of unders in the game when the offense and Drew Brees were getting tired. Their defense really stepped up at the end of the season, but Houston has a lot of weapons. We should be able to get over 45. Yeah, uh, well, 40, you're going to need to get 46, right? 45 and a half. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, last year the Saints slowed down um, as the season went on. Drew Brees' arm, seemingly the arm strength uh, wasn't there. You could just tell. Now, he gets defensive when asked about it. Says, oh, it's ridiculous. It wasn't arm strength and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you can just tell. Like, the balls were a little flat uh, late. So, I think they're going to try to, you know, sort of control that. But looking, like, looking at the... Um, Looking at the New Orleans Saints here. Let's look at the season from last year. And, of course, I got the... Why do you give me the freaking preseason? I don't care what your preseason. <laughs> they always do that. I hate it. I so know. the Rams game... No, look. The Rams game stayed under the number, right? That playoff game. Oh, big time. The game before stayed under the number, man. They played Philadelphia. It was 52. They got to 34. Yep. Man, like, they played... Um, ton of unders. Like, I'm talking like 8-2 type thing in the last 10 camp. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage. Get on the grid at the Sports Grid. Uh, now on Zumo TV, channel 719. Uh, we're at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook on this uh, Monday night. We've got a, a double header starting to fill up as I look over uh, to my left. Um, there's a uh, moderate line uh, right now for people uh, getting their bets in. Um, they've got all three, uh, um, three areas open. Uh, today, so it's very, very spread out. You've got your main showroom uh, sports book with the restaurant. You've got your uh, your sports book uh, with with the bar. The things get a little rowdier. We call it uh, cell block D. And then you've got your upstairs where it's like a combination where uh, Cam uh, hung out on a Saturday night because Cam likes the ponies. 
upstairs like the combo cam of the horses and the sports. Right, so it's like you know, if if you're if you're a horse guy and you don't want the sports, you sort of hang out down here. But if you're a horse guy and you want horses, but you like to bet on the football too, then you hang out upstairs because they have the football on in the bar, but they have the horses up on all the screens. And remember, I told you they don't play around. Like sometimes it'll be Saturday afternoon, and people will be like, "Hey, can I get the Auburn game on?" And you know, Cam, like, no, you can't. Like the no. old dudes are watching a Mohegan, Mohegan track. Like they're not, like, right. you know, right. the Downs of Mohegan at Pocono or Finger Lakes. Like you can't change the channel for your dumb college football game. You know that. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, when Finger Lakes gets more uh, exposure than, than than Clemson and Texas A and M, you know you're at the horse book. But you're right. A lot of uh, different tracks are running around. See, I, I had a great time when I was up there. We met, you know, hanging out kind of with the with the older crew. We had a good time. Uh, a guy who was a fan of the show, I'll never forget that night. I even remember this one, Gabe, a fireball. I remember the guy wanted to buy fireball shots and the horse fireball one that we actually uh, bet money on, and uh, it was a sign. Yeah. I, I wish somebody would give us a sign for NFL games that say, don't take the Lions, or the Buccaneers suck. <laughs> fireball, <laughs> fireball. That, that screwed me pretty good, the Bucks. Oh, Sure. <laughs> yeah, that was a good night of betting ponies. We're actually winning. It was one of those deals. I Fun find night. with horses, like, if I win my first couple of bets, I can get on a roll betting the ponies. But if yep. you lose the first couple, then, you know, it doesn't end well. I don't know what's that. Like, that night, I don't know, we were just seeing things clearly, man. We were, you know, we we're hitting this, we we're hitting that. And then, yeah, we're drinking fireballs, and one of the horses' name is Fireball. So we're like, wow, we got to take him. And he, he won. <laughs> like, Next to one. It was actually pretty cool. We won. Um, and then, unfortunately, we gave it all back on the Super Bowl uh, the next day. Yes. But uh, that, that's another story. That <laughs> is another story. So looking at the, 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 the game here tonight, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm looking over to the machine, but the kickoff's at 7-10, right? Mm-hmm. It's not right at 7, so it's at 7-10. So we're going to have yep. a couple of minutes to get these bets in. I can get over to the window here. Uh, the Texans plus six and a half. I'm going to go with the Texans plus six and a half. I'm going to also tease the Texans plus 13 and a half. And I'm going to tease the Broncos and the Raiders game under. So it's 42 and a half. I'm going to make it under 49 and a half. So I'll have the Texans plus 13 and a half and then under 49 and a half in the, in the nightcap, which I like the sound of that one. Uh, you could also tease the Texans Saints over 52 and a half with the Broncos plus four and a half. I don't have uh, I don't have a problem uh, with that one. Um, I do think the Broncos win tonight, and I, I really do don't want to lay. Normally, Cam, I always play the money line, and I don't I don't do the um, I don't do like oh, I don't you know I'll rather just lay forty cents or whatever than lay two points. Yet, I don't want to lay 154. I'd rather lay two and a half than 154. Yeah. And I think Denver are going to win this game by more than two and a half. You know, they'll probably win by seven, ten. I think Denver are going to win this game. Maybe it'll be closer than, than I'm expecting. But I'd rather lay the two and a half than play the 154 in a money line game. At least yeah, tonight got, in this spot. Yeah, I, I have one book where it's one uh, under 150. And the other one's 160. Uh, I'm going to take Denver on the money line, Gabe. I'm also going to do that teaser to get uh, Denver to uh, plus four and a half with the Houston Texans at plus 13 and a half. I like that teaser. I don't care. Key number. It's a key number. Four and a half is fine. Fine with me. I don't mind it. And I I really want like the extra security. I thought, yeah, people are talking about key numbers. Four and a half. It's a key number in football. I think that's fine. 
Houston, um, you know what I mean? I wish you could buy the half point, but you're very confident that they're going to cover it at six and a half. And uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Texans with you. I, I'm a little I bit wary of this. Here. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm a little bit weary of this teaser to, um, you know, it's on my book, it's 52. So I get 45 over or 59 under. Uh, there should be 45 points, but the point that you bring up, it's not an absolute lock guarantee. Like a lot of these games that you think are going to go over, go under, but with these two offenses, I got to believe we can get over 45 points in this game, but I'm not sure if it gets to 60, Gabe. I feel more confident with the teaser plus Houston, plus 13 and a half over 45, but 59 under looks good to me too, you know? And it sucks. That's a big difference in 45. I got a 52 and a half here, which means I got to get to 46. It's tough. Yeah, big like difference. Getting to 46 means it might as well be 47. It's the same thing. Yeah. 48 and a half. 24, like it's the same. 24, that, that 21 extra is 45. Half is essentially a field goal. Like I need, a, yeah. It's a push. Yeah, exactly. Like now I need like another field goal, essentially. People that go, oh, it's only half a point. No. Yes, it's not it a is. half point. It's the like number. a full field goal now I need. 27, know, It's annoying. Um, absolutely right. I know. I'm with you. I'm getting cold feet. I'm not cold feet on the total, but I'm not going to play. I can't play the over and tease it. Because like you said, these games, it'll either go over or it's going to stay way under, Cam. And I'll get screwed on both. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get screwed like, oh, it didn't go over and I didn't hit the teaser because it only got to 44. Because it really would not surprise me, bro, if this was a 24-21 game. I think people stats up and everything. You know, like I said, guys, the, the Saints played quite a few unders last year. You know, down the stretch. Now it's a new year. Um, Houston are generally an over team, though, Cam. They are. You know Houston. They play in these weird, crazy games and stuff. You know, there's going to be big plays made against them. I think it gets there, buddy, but proceed with caution. <laughs> I agree. It, it This game smells like a perfect middle with 59 under and 45 over with the 14 there. But I'm going to do, instead of getting dick, or, dick around with what you said, with the spread in these situations, I'm going to take another game. And I think Houston plus 13 and a half with Denver plus four and a half. I believe the Broncos win this game by between four and six points, too. I like that security at plus four and a half. Hell, you had it with the Lions, right, Gabe? And and the minute that uh, Arizona didn't score in overtime, yeah, you're thinking, yeah, wow, yeah. Even, if it's, even if it's a field goal, I'm going to win this bet. And I don't care what people say. We want take back as much as we can. We want dogs. Cardano was smart with Tennessee. I told him I took Tennessee plus the points. He he had the balls to do the money line. That's good gambling with that game there. But in this instance, I feel, you know, it's a tough place for Houston to go in and get the win. I prefer it when it's a touchdown. But I'm teasing Houston to plus 13 and a half and Denver to plus four and a half. I feel way better getting those two as dogs. So, And I'm also going to take Houston plus a touchdown and a teaser to the over with Houston. And I'm all over Duke Johnson, as you know. Um, I, I even think he can get uh, like the 31 and a half yards receiving for Duke Johnson. That's what he did when he was with the Cleveland Browns. He was only a receptions back. He didn't really run the ball. Right. So but now with this two back system that they have no Lamar Miller, he is going to run the ball sometimes, too. And I think 34 and a half is very, very low for a guy that could have the most touches on the team. Gabe, I'm doing both receptions over three and a half over 31 and a half receiving over 34 and a half rushing. I'm all in on Duke Johnson tonight. I might even take him to bat a touchdown in the game, whatever that is, yep. the plus money. I don't see the receptions here. I got a last one at the window. They don't have it. They have the, yeah. the yards, at least I got on, three on the and website a half. up here at FanDuel. 
three uh, and a half, but it's over. I got over juice of one thirty on my book, so you're going to pay a little bit for the three and a half. The juice is high. Now I'm going to be on in game live uh, tonight at eight o'clock, and it will be with you until midnight uh, tonight wow. if I All make night. it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I was going to say I'm at home. Tonight, but. <laughs> if you're having problems, tell Yang to give me a call. I'll be watching the game here. Oh, my God, it's a long shift. Yeah, 8 till 12. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, especially, you know, look, and now 5 to 7, 8 till 12. Like, basically, I'm I here know. for uh, a seven-hour uh, seven run, Cam. Yeah. It was a late night last night, too, plus the show and – uh, but, hey, it is what it is. Football is back. We'll fight through. We'll suck it up. Uh, we'll get it done. By God, we'll get it done. But um, a prop that we talked about, and we, we can hit this. I brought up in-game live because I can hit this on that show, is that uh, that Derek Carr prop. Is he really going to throw two touchdown passes tonight? No. I don't think so. Who is he going to throw the ball to? Who, who, who are you going to throw the football to? You've got, uh, you know, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, they got Come no on, receivers. Man. You know, Ty- I like Tyrell Williams, but you're gonna have Chris Harris, yeah. one of the best defensive backs in, in 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 the league, on him right now. You got a rookie running back. The Raiders are gonna have to run the football. They're gonna yeah. have to. I mean, they just otherwise they're gonna get Derek Carr killed uh, because guys aren't gonna be able to get open. Oh, you know, I'm uh, I, I you know it's minus one sixty. And maybe Derek Carr will shock us and oh my god, he threw three touchdown passes, but I don't think he throws two. One okay. One, I can see Derek Carr throwing a touchdown. It's minus one sixty can, but I'm gonna play that prop. Under one and a half touchdown passes by Derek Carr tonight. Yeah, uh Derek Carr, you said it. The weapons, you have a possession receiver who's there, you have nobody. Williams is your best best option. Uh, they got that kid from the from the Jaguars too, with that crazy situation with Antonio Brown, where he gets a full salary, more of a practice squad player. Yeah, it's a, you look at the Raiders' offense, Gabe. It's it's yeah, it's a train wreck. I think they're going to be uh, running the ball a lot. You know, Jacobs, Richard, ding, 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 ding. They have to set things up, and they have to protect. Remember, they got to protect Carr. That offense offensive line got eaten up last year in Denver. One thing they bring to the table is defense and pressure. This could be a horrible, horrible home game for the Raiders. The more I think about it, and Flacco's a veteran. He knows all I have to do is not piss this game away. You know, get points when we need them. Get off the field. Set things up. If we have good field position, don't move backwards. Even take threes. We'll be okay in the game. Don't pull a Jameis Winston and piss the game away. They'll be fine. Denver by six. Oh, this is good timing, actually. The ESPN Monday Night Crew is giving their picks uh, right now. And yeah. I loved it on Thursday when I said that the NBC panel all took the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Yeah, we're on Green Bay. All right. Yep. Uh, so Matt Hasselback says Saints 33-21. Randy Moss says Saints 31-21. Uh, come on, get, get it back up. Steve Young said Saints. Uh, Susie Colbert said Saints. Man, they, they screwed up. They, I guess they're in a rush. And they no scores. Oh boy! All right, they're, they're all they're all on the Broncos. Steve Young picks the Broncos to win tonight. Final score: eleven uh. five. <laughs> that's Steve Young. Sorry, that's funny. <laughs> they all had like seventeen fourteen. 11, yeah, 11, he started five. laughing. He goes eleven five, and he started cracking up. Yeah, yeah. A safety and a field 11-5. goal. Eleven five field goal safety. 
Yeah, a couple of yeah, yeah, a couple of safeties, field goals. Yeah, that's his I final like, score. He popped up. Steve Young, final score, eleven five. <laughs> I don't like the fact that all those turkeys are all on uh, Denver, though. It makes me scared, Gabe. I, I want to see somebody on the Raiders, please. <laughs> I like what you said that Flacco knows he's a veteran. He knows he doesn't have to be hero here. No, the defense. Come on, man. Denver have Denver aren't a great team. They're rebuilding a bit, but they have a great defense and. Let's, we talked about this. You got Tyrell Williams, who Harris is going to be on. Hunter Renfro's never caught a pass before. Everyone's talking about a J.J. Nelson's going to play. Hey, listen, he ain't Tory Holt, even if he does. You got Ryan Grant. You got uh, you know Josh Jacobs, a rookie. At least you got Lindsey. You got Emmanuel Sanders. You've got Vaughn Miller. Like You've got guys on Denver that can make plays. Denver Broncos win this football game, guys. Great job today, Yang. Uh, we'll see you guys at 8 o'clock in-game live. Great job, uh, Cam, today and over the weekend. We'll see you tomorrow, Cam. May the winners be yours. You got it, buddy. And yours. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Philadelphia gets it going in the second half. Um, so they don't they don't cover. If you look at the big the big underdogs yesterday, uh, like Cincinnati covered, yeah. and uh, Washington Redskins covered. Uh, we have some big numbers uh, this week on the board that we'll get to. But let's jump into tonight's uh, game, actually. Uh, so we have the first one here. Houston Texans and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, George, what do you think about uh, this game? The Saints are now six-and-a-half-point favorites, minus 280 on the money line. The Texans are plus 235. The total is 52-and-a-half. And I should note that the New Orleans Saints guys have lost five straight season openers. Five straight years they've lost and failed to cover. So they're 0-5 and ATS. And look, last year they gave up 48 points to the Buccaneers uh, in week one. So, Kurtz, I'll start with you. What do you make of uh, this football game? I think everything points towards the Saints here with the exception of what you just said. Think about it. It's in New Orleans. We all know how tough that is a place to play uh, on the road. It's Monday night, first game of the season. That crowd is going to be going bananas. Houston, you, you just traded Clowney. Is Tunsil really integrated into that offense? You have to protect the Sean Watson. Uh, you know, you lost Lamar Miller a couple weeks back. Duke Johnson, I love him. You add Carlos Hyde. How's that running game going to work? Everything in my mind points towards New Orleans here. But I got minus 290. Minus six and a half. That's a big, that's a big number for me to give up here. I guess the, well, I think Houston's a really good team. It's going to get better as the season goes along. Doesn't it seem like too obvious? Does it I think, seem too I obvious, just, George? You don't think like you're not feeling that this is a big uh, New Orleans trap? It's a Bayou I, trap. I think you may be right. This is why I want a parlay. I, I got to find a parlay partner. But man, even if you include in baseball, I can't find a parlay that I like with the Saints. I still think the Saints are the winner tonight. I just I think everything points towards them. Uh, I'm kind of interested in the over as well here. I think points can be put up on the board here. Uh, but I'm really struggling to find a partner for the Saints. Cam. Yeah, uh, it's tough, Gabe. I think the Saints are going to win. I'm not sure if they're going to cover the number. 
Uh, seven down to six and a half with money coming in on the Saints makes it very, very scary to me. I don't know what to do with this game. To be honest with you, Marenzi, it's, uh, I think the Saints should win. I don't know how much they're going to win by. I really like Deshaun Watson. As you know, he's my fantasy quarterback in your league that we're in. I expect him to, to do well, but Saints, home, opener, atmosphere, uh, I don't know, man. A lot of the fa- the favorite Pitts, Pitts, uh, New, New England dummy Pittsburgh last night, but I don't know, buddy. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.